Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back once again to another fantastic episode of Last Minute Kickout. As always, I am your reigning, defending, undisputed Last Minute Kickout champion, Pete Titans Creed Nevercoat, joined to my left and right by my two magnificent co-hosts, gracious as they are. One, Mr. Kevin, the Kevin Eva Eva. Hi. And one, Mr. John Turbo Finley. Yeah, former two-time two-time get that matter. champion being a being a former two-time champion just means that you've lost the belt twice my dude how many former how many times you've been champ pete but if you record <laughs> the length of my championship it was longer than both of yours so i mean hey I'm hey the, hey hey i'm Mick the Bolly. longest i was a very credited champion you, he didn't have it for that long hey turbo I think I'm a two-time champ as well, actually, aren't yeah, I? Right. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're two-time yeah. champions. <laughs> two-time champions. Well, technically, I'm a two-time champion as well, so... Well, no one remembers those. Unfortunately, people remember the longest reign. Oh, right. So. Yeah. But yes, we are here to talk about AEW Full Gear 2020. What a show. It was a good show. Uh, it was better than the last show, most definitely. Yeah, it was definitely well more received uh, better than last time. And I could agree that it was, like, way better than last time. Because, I, like, last time, I was probably the most negative for that last AEW live were. show. Oh, no, I wasn't even there. We were so... not very generous, to, to put it mildly, about the last show. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's... I mean, you miss your casual wrestling viewer. You clearly just went with <laughs> smart on it. But, yes, we... <laughs> We are here to chat about it and how enjoyable it was. So, first off, uh, there was the pre-show of Serena Deeb versus Alison Kay for the NWA World Women's Championship, but it was neither here nor there. It was good to see them, um, but it didn't feel particularly interesting. And I feel like, as we've talked about in another video, which I think is yet to come out, Will we talk about AEW's? Year? Yes. Yeah, it's no, not. It's not. It's not come out yet, guys. But uh, after this, and after Survivor Series as well, we'll have uh, a little special where we revisit the topic of AEW and uh, after a entire year of it and uh, our thoughts. So yeah. Just keep that. in mind it doesn't include all of this. Mm -hmm. But um, it felt like it just overlooked in comparison. Uh, I'm not sure if it was a lack of a crowd thing, but people didn't seem as interested in this as they were the rest of the card so unfortunate but there we go but we had opening the show kenny omega versus hangman adam page with the winner receiving a future aew world championship match as this is the finale of the world championship in eliminator tournament what a fucking match to open a fucking card i see absolutely with with an interesting little thing that nobody was expecting um, in terms of, well, we had the, the pre-show had, the, the buy-in, I should say, had the NWA title, NWA women's title. And who did we have on guest commentary? Don Callis. Cyrus the Virus. Yeah. You know, busy running Impact Wrestling. And now it's this Don Callis from Impact Wrestling guest commentary on this very important match because he was there to talk about um, everything going on with Kenny Omega. And he was good. He was very good. There, there have been rumours, obviously, off the back of that, of uh, 
if AEW is going to be working with Impact to the same sort of level they'll work with uh, NWA and uh, New Japan as well. So, who knows? There might be more cross-promotional stuff. They are certainly trying to keep as many friendships open. And they've done... And we had... Um, I think Don, actually. There were certainly some people on Impact that have appeared on video packages before as well. Um, but yeah, good to see. And they made a point of saying about, you know, borders within the wrestling industry and everything. But I have a feeling it's to deal with how shallow the pond is and there's still one great big fucking fish in there. It's okay. It's drowning at the minute. It's, <laughs> it's... it's fish. It's flopping sure around. It's, not it's, while it's, out it's of the flopping water. around a bit, and the gills are out of the water. Let's put it that way. It's, uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's not. It's not drowning, and I don't think it will ever drown. Yeah. It's too. It's still too lucrative. Even it's just been proven. But, but yes, mm, let's cracker, focus this, more cracker. on this match. John, take it away. Oh God! And it's like, where do you start? It's like the beginning. It's. Well, <laughs> Well, it's like, what can you explain about it? It's like, that that's the thing. It's like, they just went at it, you know? Well, you've got to, I, mean, I think the biggest thing to point out is that we've all of a sudden just had a, a massive smattering of Kevin, Ke, uh, Kenny Omega singles matches. Hmm. You know? I mean... Because the, the lead-up, the, the, the whole tournament as as kind of like a, a lead-up to the two, ta- uh, you know, tag team partners clashing together. You know, and it's like, it's normally with the whole... You know, you know, tag team imploding implosion kind of like a storyline would happen just uh, you know right after you know they kind of like break up and uh, after they lose their titles and whatnot. No, this was a, a steady build of them like wanting to go their separate ways and you know wanting to get into the the singles title p- uh, big picture. And this then this tournament has them both in it, and they're obviously bewildered that uh, you know one's in in the tournament and the other one's in the tournament and whatnot and then you just see all these matches of these you know of both these characters going successfully going up the ladder and whatnot and then they come together but it's not like your typical kind of like implosion and whatnot it's not like they're like one's going trying to do the dirty deed over the other and whatnot no they are at it like proper competitors like gunning for the t- title and that's what that's what uh was kind of like the main focal point is that this is a title shot and they'll do anything in their power within the rules to do it they weren't going to take the easy way out even though kenny is obviously becoming the cleaner right now with uh you know his uh gimmick have, have they made it clear enough for you guys yet that he's becoming the cleaner we <laughs> No, I'll tell tell you what we can do. Can we get rid of the girls? Girls, yeah, the girls aren't needed. But I think that I think that's also to make you. It's deliberately to make you go. Ugh. But this was. Yeah, it's some really weird uh, cheap heat. Yeah, you're trying. It's it's like he's trying trying to be the the smarmy. Yeah, the smarmy heel. Smarmy. But. but it's it's still not coming across like that because there is some love for uh, Kenny Omega and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but really, the back and forth between this was absolutely great. Like the, it was really hard hitting at points and in, in, intensive uh, at others as well. And uh, some of the spots that they were doing through the match was just crazy. Like you know, on the outside and whatnot, it's just. Ugh. 
but uh no the leading up to the finish and whatnot just the you know great uh, counter into you know the v trigger into the one winged angel finally it's like a one winning one winged angel that actually hits and whatnot how rare is that yeah it it, it certainly looked like it that would have hurt mm-hmm. and and we and at least page was smart enough like he was trying to fight out of it he tried his own one as well didn't he but just before i tried his own one which didn't work at all but he was trying to fight out of it. He was trying to trying to counter it, but he he just simply couldn't in the end, which was good. I mean, you mentioned how they were sort of both bewildered about how you know they they're both in the tournament. Oh, we could fight each other. How they're both in, because apparently neither of them have watched wrestling before. Um, but but yeah, I mean it, it's it's a good it's a good story that they're actually telling here. It's it's, it's a very long term story. In that you've, as you mentioned, you've got Kenny sort of losing his way after that loss mm. to Moxley and going to the tag team, sort of find himself, and then realizing he's better than tag teams and going back out. He's got, he's had the most matches in AEW. He's had the most wins in AEW, which you know the the twenty minute long fifteen Undertaker WrestleMania appearances. Mm. Ent- entrance opening for Kenny Omega that they've got now says the, um, only, da- the only downside I ha- see in this is that uh, it. I don't know some people obviously see that um, this didn't hurt Paige for this loss and whatnot and I'm sorry I have to sl- slightly disagree because I don't think Paige is worse off aren't we, suppo- aren't we supposed to build up our stars they're, but they're doing something very... They're, they're deliberately manufacturing that Paige is the guy that can't win the big one. Yeah. They're but manufacturing... Because like we know... we know year, though. As, but yeah, as we've discussed previously, we know, just like MJF is your future mega heel in terms mm. of for the company, we know at the same time, Hangman Page is your future big baby face for the company and it's probably because i've i've seen it too yeah. many times oh yeah uh, it's, 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 it's an old story like... but it's being done well and it's being done slow and you've, you've got hangman you're going down 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 he's had his problems with drink which became a joke for everybody and he's gonna and he's he's lost his friends are his um as mentioned they kind of showed it on the camera but not only briefly referred to it in commentary at the very end of with the Young Bucks match when Kenny comes out to celebrate the fact that that Paige was in the tunnel wanting to celebrate but couldn't come out he couldn't bring himself to come out the fact that he's been ostracized by his own his, his closest friends it's a whole very very long story it probably won't even be like for, it'd probably be like another year before he eventually becomes the the AEW world champ mm. But, but really hard hitting, really intense. Took me massively by surprise as to just how hard these two came out the gate. So they set the bar super high for the rest of the pay per view, and uh, yeah, and we, we end up with Omega Moxley too, which will probably eventually lead into Omega Hangman. Quite possibly. 
Fair dues. And then um, then Paige won't win that. And it'll continue the story. Depends. And then, um, I don't know. Um, I like the match overall. I don't think Paige is worse off for this because, as we've mentioned in another video, I think everything's kind of floundering right now. Um, going straight from a tag match into a singles tournament into... Uh, you know, when when you know that this is going to be the direction of the story for them to try and continue the end of Hangman Page as a tag mm. team in a final, uh, with it to only go one way because we know somebody doesn't lose uh, tournament style things, you know. But it, it's just there, and we nothing's going to come of it on Dynamite. Nothing's going to come of it on. Um, although, you know, uh, we nearly saw something towards the end of uh, one of the tag matches later on, but nothing came of that. It was weird. It was strange. But, um, uh, I don't know. It was a good match. Loved it. Hanging, hmm. on, my, hanging on my seat uh, uh, every turn. But um, for how they're trying to tell the story, it it's not working by trying to keep that tension and it's only the only thing it's actually doing is making for a good video package down the line hmm. was the thing you were talking about actually they did tease on being the elite a couple of weeks back from our point of view the possibility of evil uno actually succeeding maybe in trying to recruit page the dark order because at least then Paige would have some sort of family. No, I mean, I mean, yes, but um, don't think anything will come of it. But it was a nice after, little after, tease. After the after the Bucks FTR match, where Omega went down to the ring, Hangman was out out on the on the stage, but he didn't want to come down to the ring. But he was always in shot, and it was very weird. It was very strange. You didn't see it, did you? Um, actually, I mentioned it about two minutes ago, uh, uh, well, but, but, but uh, you, you didn't notice it, did you? Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> it's fine. It's it's fine. But the point was, the point was, the, 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 as you say, that the commentary sort of just was sort of like, huh? Was that was that somebody there? And, yeah. And again, it's it's just not referenced anywhere else. All it's going to do is just give you part of a video package later on. Hmm. But I kind and... of like that about AEW. It's not like WWE where it's like, hey, look, hey, look, it's a thing. It's a thing that you should see. Look, look with your eyes right now. It's it's more of a case of like, you if you see it, you see it and you, you, you will go, oh, look, it's that. It's not forced. I think you. I think that's because JR is the voice of AEW, even though he's not totally with it. For, the, for for where he is but like Excalibur was the one that was pointed out and honestly if you're if you're listening to commentary Excalibur's the person you got to listen for mm -hmm. like yeah he he is the the up the 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 future of AEW's commentary so yeah. it's always worth talking listening out for him when um, it comes to these little little bits J JR's actually calls. done an interview recently where he talks about the relationship between um, himself as a performer in AEW and his relationship with Tony Schiavone and with Excalibur and how each fits into the mix 
Um, yeah. I recommend definitely looking that up because it's some interesting insight into JR's philosophy of things and where he sees both himself and Excalibur in particular. I mean, I still hate three-man commentary booths, I mean, especially when AEW at the moment seems to have like a fourth person on commentary visiting every week at the moment of Dynamite. It's le horrible. Um, but I, again, it's the same thing that we were mm. worried about with AEW about uh, all these legendary names that will go there because it's somewhere different, you know, and it's just we've got two big mm. old names on commentary. Mm. It'd be nice to have a fresh head and not too many voices you know yeah i mean it's that the excalibur golden boy excalibur taz combo no not taz not taz not taz taz is not really like taz i i watched my I... first i watched my first episode of um like fucking 2000s era smackdown taz give that to me current current on dark commentary Taz well, any, no. any, anything from TNA um, Taz like TNA Taz onwards no Ta like have you have you watched an episode of Dark yes Taz is fucking terrible they just go they literally corpse it it's a recorded show and they're corpsing all the time oh yeah I know that it's so bad it's, it just takes the whole thing away from uh. What what the one they're meant to be talking about? Just like we are, <laughs> um, we're just as bad then. Uh, yeah, but anyway. let's go. Let's go on to the next one, which I thought was another stellar match: Orange Cassidy versus John Silver. John Man, Sil I love me some John Silver. Oh, dear. he's grown on me. He's grown on me. I do ripping the pockets. Out. That was so good. <laughs> that was so. It good. was so good. And then eating them. <laughs> uh, nobody saw that coming. <laughs> it's it's something to it's something innovative to work yeah. around the the character of Orange Orange Cassidy. Yep, absolutely. I'll give it that much. So, uh, I, th I think they were trying. He was trying to curry favor with Cornette, maybe. Um, there's, yeah, it was. I mean, it, it was a pretty. Yeah, it was a pretty good match, this. It goes back to what we've said previously, when it's like matches on a pay-per-view card, the ones in between the big matches are the ones that really confirm whether or not the pay-per-view is, 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 is going to be really good or not. Because if the ones that you know exactly don't matter feel like they matter to you, and this felt like it was a match that mattered to the people involved. It was it was a really good match. I feel agreeing on that point that it's very much like Orange Cassidy's really up there in terms of popularity, but John Silver has like they even referenced it on uh, BTE where John where they're saying that John Silver's literally become a golden boy and people want more John Silver. So they're both up there. They're just trying to carve a name into the into mm. it now it's so much so that i even went and trawled through some and i linked it on the last minute continued Discord. yeah I, I watched those that was great um uh, where i found some old john silver stuff from uh what was it called uh pwg pwg yeah hmm. there was a john silver versus brian cage thing it was quality stuff to watch 
and it was like I got I like Brian Cage more after that. It's amazing <laughs> what entertaining wrestling will do if you let people get their personalities over. Yeah, it's insane. Like before that, I didn't give two shits about Brian Cage, you know. But now, now I kind of like the guy. Ah, <laughs> uh, good stuff. All good stuff. John, what are your thoughts on the match? Yeah, I thought it was entertaining. You know, it's like uh, John. So I mean, I've not really been watching much of John Silver's work and whatnot, but no, it's a fun match and Orin Cassidy working around it. Obviously, you know, keep keep to the character and then getting serious uh, when it needed to. And uh, oh, it's like uh, that one, you know, like sh- showing off the strength there with the one hand power slam. It's like uh, kind of like maneuver. I mean, granted, Cassidy was there holding his shoulder and whatnot to keep himself leveraged and whatnot, but still, still fun, fun spot that. Yeah. So we we come, but we come out of that. Orange Cassidy is still strong because he he won and he's going on mm. to the thing with with Miro. Um, John Silver lost, but had a fantastic showing, and he comes out of that with impetus with the Dark Order. Did you see his jacket? And the uh, the I wanna be Brody Lee jacket. Mm. Well, we've told you we've we've, we've uh, Mister Brody Lee out with injury Alleg- allegedly. For it's not I don't think not been hundred percent confirmed, but uh, I don't see why it wouldn't be. He's he's out for injury. Yeah, there's there's opportunities for Dark Order to grow, and you know what happens when Mister Brody Lee comes back, and maybe. Uh, tries to uh, correct the ship hmm. will people stand for it who knows but what 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 should people do Pete exactly join the dark order damn mm-hmm. straight if you've not joined the dark order yet they'd have fantastic life insurance policies do you know I'm the second dark order champion I had Mr. Brody Lee as TNT champion, and there's B as the LMKO champion. It's uh, just adding order. to that repertoire, then. Uh... Why not? I'm helping the Dark Order. I'm. Why aren't you helping the Dark Order, John? Because I'm not affiliated with them at all. Well, we can discuss this after the show. Pete, Pete can take you through the 25 step plan I can right. but first we've got about another 6 more steps to get through starting with Darby Allen versus Cody Rhodes for the AEW TNT Championship mm. I liked it it was a very by the numbers match uh, but it was good good to watch John yeah it was fun. funny that I f- totally forgot that these two already went at it before and it led to that t- the first ever time limit draw kind of like in AEW and I completely forgot about that we, we raved about day. that at the time yeah they've um they fought twice before yeah there, there was another one as well where yeah where Cody got the upper hand but uh no for uh, I've, I've noticed that um Alan has been getting uh a lot of traction in like a, you know with a fan base and whatnot i think i've said this before in um mm. in the previous uh 
uh, review. And this is the right. This was the right call to kind of like hot shot him into a title picture, and uh, with you know like a singles title. And I I imagine this is what the plan was going to be all along. Yeah, that's why Cody got the belt back rather than yeah. Um, I that was, rather than Broly Lee uh, keeping um, keeping the title. I think I think it would have had as much of an impact if Broly Lee just kept on having match after match and taking out people, and then all of a sudden he has Darby Allen have a match against this giant and then just win. Yeah, I think it, it would have. I think it would have had the same impact rather yeah. than. The the problem Best with of... the problem with that is then Darby Allen would have problems with Dark Order and Team Taz. Mm. And that, yeah, it's, it's like a mixture of mixture of uh, storylines yeah. uh, and whatnot. So but yeah, too, we, many, uh, too many chefs. But the uh, the comparisons to Jeff Hardy continue as he's now as JR's now calling him the Enigma. <laughs> For God's sake, and and apparently over the last, the, the week like prior to Full Gear and the week after Full Gear, for some reason everybody was asking, I don't know how telling this is, but everybody was asking Darby Allen about him, people comparing him to Crow Sting, what? and yeah, which is like. Why? It's he only talks. because of, it's only because of the brooding part. That's the brood, all yeah, the they brooding refer, refer refer are referring I mean, it, to. Yeah, in fairness, he did hit um, a representation of Cody Rhodes with that car in the <laughs> video package, which is kind of <laughs> weird. But yet yeah, he's been um, he was anointed by Cody. I still don't think it was the right time. I honestly don't think it was the right time. Still, but hey, they're gonna go with it. First, the first thing that TNT did was on their Twitter profile was change it to Darby, change their description to Darby Allen is our champion, which is kind of cool actually. I quite, I quite like to see the the station social media stuff like so into it and so supporting it. That's, that's quite good. Um, but yep, yeah, Arn Anderson nearly had a heart attack because Cody wasn't following the plan. And yet again, he doesn't follow the plan and he loses. So that's building up to something. Arn's going to rip him a new asshole. Is this, is this where they eventually Arn leaves to go and make the new Four Horsemen of AEW? Is this, is Probably. This this is going? Probably. Hmm. I mean, we've got to do other. We've got to do other things. With the, we've got we've got to reduce the Nightmare Family down to its you know population of Oregon, where it currently mm, is. True. Yeah, that, that 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 is too many kind of like members to be out there. I think they or... referenced that on Dynamite this week or last week about like how big. They, that yeah, they, they. I think it was Dynamite. They said it was just like how ridiculously over the top God, this entourage thank, is. Thank God DDP's not there then. Jesus. At the minute, yeah, uh, DDP was mentioned as part of it. Yeah, he's part he's... of it. Yeah, but he's not there every time because he's safe in uh, Georgia right now. So he's, he's also in the news for the wrong things at the minute. But there we go. Um, there's, uh, I don't know. It was, it was, it was a, it was a good match. It wasn't a great match. But hey, we're gonna at least at least Darby can go and do you know his thing now, and uh, can probably make that his own until such time as Orange Cassidy wants to come for it. Yeah. I'd quite uh, like to see Orange Cassidy versus Darby Allen, actually. I don't know if they have fought before, but... It, uh, if they have, it's not been on AEW. Yeah. Um, I feel like... To PWG! 
Yeah, probably. Um, I feel like we're gonna have a long ass Darby Allen reign now, and they'll build him up to be a credible champion. Um, until the fact, because this is where we're at right now. We're at we're mm. at the point of building credible champions so that they can eventually move into the heavyweight territory. Mm. Which is fair enough. Membership. That's the old intercontinental title idea, isn't it? Yeah, it's meant to be the workhouse title. Yeah. Mm. Um, I'll, t- I'll take. In terms of because he's he's super That's... resilient, but they did proceed to murder him on the next dynamite. He's been murdered the last two weeks, I believe. Yeah, he was. He, I mean, the there was like the top rope something that Brian Cage did, which which popped him up like nothing, mm. and then he just flopped. I I was pretty certain that he was dead. He might actually be so. Could somebody check? I mean, it's it's very difficult to tell. He is 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 covered. He is, he is so damn rain. pale. I, it was just it was great. It was great. It was a massive. It just the impact popped him straight back up on his feet, and he just went like that. <laughs> just completely limp. Anyway, <sighs> so yes, what will happen with Arn Anderson? That's the most important thing coming out of this entire match. Who knows? Hikaru Shida. Versus Nyla Rose with Vicky Guerrero for the AEW Women's World Championship. The, as the vicious vixens, uh, as mentioned in the other secret video, uh, that will be coming out at some point. Um, this match has had no build. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, it's just, I want to be invested with this, but like the, we've had, the... we've had the matches of like. The Japanese pedigree going uh, going at it in these pay per views, and we absolutely love the work rate and how it works and whatnot. How how's it? But this time around, it's just there wasn't anything good to kind of like get invested in and whatnot. And adding Vicky Guerrero to the mix is not gonna make it any get any better. You know, I'm interested me. to see where they're going to go with that just because of the post-match. Mm. Yeah. I don't think it's gone anywhere considering what happened on Dynamite the last two weeks as well. Specifically last week. Mm. This week. Yeah. I should say. Um, all in all, it was a good showing again of what they had, but unfortunately it's there was just no interest because it's been built up out of nowhere. The women's division has been highly neglected. And we're in a position where no one gives a damn. Hmm. I did like I did like myself included. <laughs> I did like, like I, I don't like, give a damn. I did like Hikaru's new ring gear. Now she's moved on to be uh, from being a um, uh, a Tifa representation to something a little <laughs> bit more individual. But well, that was um, just that one thing. Obviously, she'd been wearing the thing for quite a while. Really? Um, yeah. yeah, it's only just changed. Well, granted, I'm not, I'm not watching the product daily. I'm not, uh, because she's I, not I, on Dynamite Weekly, mate. She's this. This goes back to them needing to get their women's division mm. house in order. Yeah. But then again, we've been saying that for a while, and if you'll hear us saying it a lot in the mm-hmm. probably in hear the one year it a lot for a while. Shall we talk about a match which I'm sure you guys would like to do, which will be uh, the Young Bucks uh, versus FTR for the tag team match for the AEW World Tag Team Championship with Tully Blanchard banned from ringside, and if the Young Bucks had lost, they could never challenge for the championships again. Well, people were motivated. Let's put it that way. 
They oh, yeah, they're motivated. They've waited to put on a show. Mm -hmm. The only um, question is why? I don't know why, why they why painted why themselves why that why corner why. in the first place. Apparently, it was Tony Khan's decision that, that the Bucks won. So they didn't Cody Rhodes themselves. But this is the problem. It's like they knew that one of them were injured and whatnot. And now he's still working hurt. It's like, and granted, they're not obviously on the road. They're not doing like, you know, um, they don't have the WWE six nights. Schedule. Yeah, they don't have the WWE schedule. But still, working hurt doesn't help things. It also doesn't help and... when you're an executive at the company and you're helping yes. to run it. Because when exactly so, are you rehabbing this injury? Alright, so... So I don't know why... Like, the match itself, they they obviously did all the stops. They were... It is pretty much the 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 revival Young Bucks uh, kind of, like, uh, match that was always teased online and whatnot mm. to, you know, have them, like, pure technical wrestling versus uh, high-flying mm. uh, flippy... Sh <laughs> Flippy shit, as yes. it's usually known. Um, and it was to that kind of like, um, you know, kind of like mantra, like layout, blueprint, mm. whatever you like to call it. Uh, it it's it was what it was. It's just I I just really hated how the uh, outcome was. Is that uh, FTR is like one of their one of their teammates. Does the stupid thing of trying to be flashy, completely it was a against the grain. Beautiful fucking. It was. It was a. It was a beautiful springboard 450. Yeah, but it just again. It just begs the question. It's like it, it's like because Tully Blanchard wasn't at ringside to tell them. Ex flips. Ex yeah, that's it. It, it. They he they 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 went out of their wheelhouse to try and match. They, they, the they came Bucks. a point in that match where they started trying to match. The young bucks at what they do. We had the super kick, which is a bloody good super kick as well, by the way. And it the, 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 uh, that was their ultimate downfall. The whole no flips, just fists thing. And the minute they start trying to do flips, they lose. My my problem is that there's been no comeback off the back of this match from FDR. Like we haven't seen them for two weeks. Like. Hmm. Well, like, there was the, there was the I, hand injury. Well, there was the hand injury. I'm not sure what was going on with that, to be honest. But there was the hand injury. Oh right, yeah, because he punched the fucking the ring what post. The ring post, and he busted his hand, didn't he? Mm. Yeah, yeah, he legit busted that. his hand open, and the, the the doc had to like tape him up. Yeah, at... he taped him up at fucking ringside. Yeah. So that might be that might that. be a reason. Um, they might use that as an. You know, the fact a... that they, they did the entire match with a broken hand, though, if that was what it was. I'm not yeah. sure what the injury was, but... Mm. I mean, it was nasty enough to keep him out of most of the action after that. I mean, he got got, got straight back in and started, you know, hitting it. Hitting um, one of the Jacksons with it. Nick, I think he was hitting Nick with it. Mm. But, but, yeah. Uh, but who knows? Was... Maybe this is where we get on in. <laughs> this is where we get on in. Well, well, no, I mean, I, I mean, if I if we if we're gonna get if we're gonna get the four horsemen of AEW, it's clearly gonna be FTR and Sean Spears and one other. Hangman. Yeah. That could be interesting. It only makes sense. He's he's the he's the horse rider there, so. Mm. He's literally uh, the horseman. I, 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 
this is something I'll have to talk to you guys about privately afterwards. But yeah, um, <laughs> okay. Let's move on to a match I'm sure Kevin would love to talk about: the Elite Deletion match of right. Matt Hardy and Sammy Gravara. Take it away, Kev. Cards on the table. This is the worst uh, deletion match there has been. Uh, I'll agree with that. Um, Fair dues. It it was what it was. I love the fact that they just went there and just went, you know, sod it. Um, was not expecting the Gangrel. masked man that kidnapped mm. Shane Helms two years ago to be Gangrel. But loved how they tied that in with how yeah. Sammy was Sammy's mentor as well. That was that was great. <laughs> um <I> particularly <laughs> loved the minute. Well, they just took a minute for Matt to effectively address the fact that it has indeed been two years since the last deletion match. Shane Helms has been in, quote-unquote, via Twitter purgatory um, during that time. And Matt just going, look, it's been difficult. I had to move companies to finish this. (laughs) (laughs) What? So much third... uh fourth wall breaking the, yeah it was it was it was it was brilliant but we know we know when those two get together we get the good fourth wall breaking moments yeah um if you remember that one yes uh, I, I remember that. him saying i had to move to aw and shane helms looking confused because he didn't know what aw was because he's been because <laughs> <laughs> he's I'm, been i'm utterly surprised that he they were actually able to use the hurricane like oh no he 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 does have it is it is his he do, he does own yeah, that. I think I think I think WWE dropped the uh, the copyright. They, they, yeah, uh, they they and, abandoned and everything. Picked, they abandoned it. it. So naturally, Shane Helms picked it up. We also got because he went in the Lake of Reincarnation. Who did we get? We didn't get. We didn't get Sugar Shane Helms. No, we got Super Reporter Shane Helms back, <laughs> which nobody got. Who was on? Nobody on the commentary team got anything anyway. Who bloody cared, frankly? Well, that's 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 the problem here. It's like you shouldn't have had commentary. You shouldn't have had commentary, match. or you should have just had Excalibur call it. Because there's no way that Tony and, and uh, uh, yeah, neither, neither of them are gonna bloody get it. Mm. And fair enough. Have hey, have Don Callis come out and do commentary for that? <laughs> you know, if they're gonna do anything at all. It was yeah. There was some there were some very fun moments. Um, the abject horror um, of Matt Hardy actually getting the Roman candles out again, mm. uh, and landing hits on Sammy <laughs> with the Roman candles. Don't Jesus. try this at home, even if your home is a compound. Please, everybody. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say they should have had that in big flashing. Uh, you know, words on the bottom of the Absolutely. screen. Absolutely, like during these things, because obviously some dumb kids gonna be obviously yeah. thinking, "Ah, oh, that's cool. I want to do that." Um, the that idea that the idea that being that thirty-five, no, like Satana and Ortiz were there. It was like, okay, well, we've got to drag them and private party into this to keep this going somehow. Eh, it was, it was fine. The monster truck was lovely. I quite like that, but I, I liked it more be- just because we had the, in a very matte way, we had some sort of foreshadowing of that with Sammy running over the kids' toy. 
So it was almost like retaliation for that. I don't know what's going on with Matt's character. I thought he'd gone out of his gimmicks and was just Matt Hardy now, but he was he went he was proper broken mode. From what from what I understand from uh, the multiverse of Matt Hardy is that he's able to dip in and out of any he, incarnation. Absolutely, but his his more recent development has been that he's put the gimmicks aside, and it was whole, all, all about him sort of healing himself into just Matt Hardy. So, but he but he was properly you know broken here. Yes, that was orgasmic. Didn't really need to know that, Matt. Um, <laughs> Then again, considering what Rebby's been tweeting, oh boy, um, expect more kids, basically. <laughs> jeez, jeez, was, wasn't uh, two enough? Or they got they got three. They got three now. Oh, jeez, four? Jeez, my mother, I, my mother almost went mad when when. I, okay, I'll, I'll tell you what Reb. I'll tell you what Reb. Uh, somebody, somebody asked if. Uh, if Matt was ever going to pull out to which Rebby replied Matt certainly doesn't wink lovely <laughs> absolutely charming. anyway um, got, gets the revenge does everything we knew we, we kind of knew Sammy was going to lose this one just because whatever but it frees mm. him up and it frees up everybody well they're officially done yeah we can draw like, a line finally, under this thank God. at last we can draw a line under it um, the the deliberate top of the chair to the head was mm. deliciously vicious. Uh, I would say. Um, but yeah, Sammy got gets put in the trash, and uh, away he goes. Off he goes into the distance, in a very difficult to move bin. Because there's a human being in there, and they're kind of heavy. Hmm. But, but it frees yeah, everybody I mean, up. It frees everybody Sa up, and who Sammy's, cares? Sammy's obviously already planted the seeds for the next feud, which is obviously uh, the Jeff. Mm. Um, and Matt is probably just going to end up just being a manager for private party, I think, at this point. And for for a bit, yeah, I'd imagine so. It, it, I, I love I love that Sammy tried to win with a swanton. I did love that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was okay. Um. It definitely didn't have my attention. I'll tell you that much. I was yeah. not invested. John? Yeah. It's like, there's fleety moments and whatnot of hilarity and stuff like that and, you know, gags and whatever and uh, reference, uh, like, thing. But overall, it's like, yeah. like, it's just, I wish this was over ages ago. Yeah. So. Speaking of hilarity and gags. Oh my. MJF versus Chris Jericho. Whereas MGF won, he and Wardlow are allowed to join the inner circle. John, why don't you take the lead on this one? Oh, please. Really? I mean, uh, I mean, jeez. It, it was like two. I just don't like two heels going at each other, trying to outdo each other and try to, you know. And the, the, I just. This whole build-up for this match, just I was just not invested in. Like, like if MG, like I was just expecting MGF to just go swerve. Hey, I don't want to be part of this stupid group, but no, he's like really wanting to be in it and whatnot. It's, uh, 
I'll agree to an extent that some of the stuff they could have done could have been toned down a bit, but it that's Chris Jericho is constantly trying to push the envelope right now. And Oh, he's pushing something. He's pushing everyone's nerves, I think. Uh, uh he's not pushing points. mine. Um Well, good for you because but, you're you're the you're the the lower lower part. What was that? <laughs> Um, <laughs> He's the back end of the pantomime look, horse. <laughs> I've met Jericho. I've shaken his hand. Um, you know, I haven't shared a drink with him or anything else, but I think he's a cool guy. Um, I think the match was fine. Uh, I liked a lot of the, the stuff towards the end, which was both, uh, we'll both do the heelish thing. <laughs> and it doesn't work. I think that's the sort of stuff you can only get away with in a heel versus heel match. Yeah, mm. I kind of agree the build could have been done differently, but you know, this is only going to lead to other things like we're going to get Sammy Guevara versus MJF off the back of this at some point. Uh, we'll probably get more Jericho MGF as well at some point. And it gives both Jericho and MGF something to do while they're not going for the main title. And I'm all for that. Fair dues. Just, I, 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 I was just um, not fully interested, like, invested into the match and whatnot. I mean, like, like I like Jericho and I like MGF, but I was just not invested. That's the that's the problem. That was that was just me, you know, not just getting involved, uh, getting in this. Kev, what's your thoughts? Um, I'm kind of with Turbo on this one. Uh, I thought the right, okay. Chris Jericho is one of my favorite wrestlers ever. Um. If the best part of your match is you coming out and everyone singing along with your theme song, oh dear, you need to start doing something. I was very prepared coming into this to to make the point of you know because we we know age is a thing, age is a thing. We all spread and we all start you know metabolism and think differently and stuff we know the situation with jericho um we know everyone's concerns about the situation with jericho namely goose of the great persuasion uh and the con continued consumption of it at great of great degrees he is not in shape i don't care what's going on no matter the the commentary team can tell me you the world that always oh, moving just like he was when he started 30 years ago no he fucking isn't all right when was the last when was the last time he did the lion salt that was the that was exactly the point i was gonna i was prepared to make and then he did a lion salt mm. um but the point is he doesn't really bring that out of the bag much at all anymore which again you don't expect that because again age he's a 50 plus year old man doing a, a springboard somersault yeah and landing on his stomach but frankly, there's quite a lot of that stomach at the minute. It wasn't... I didn't think it was that good a match. MJF took me... MJF going, oh, shit! And just went on the blooming backdrop and just, just yelling out in the most phony way possible. Like, he's like just swearing reactions for the sake of it. That was kind of hokey. Um, even the Guerrero finish... You know, I see what they were doing, but even the way MJF did that was kind of like, 
I'm like, really? Um, it was for a lot of it, it was slow. For a lot of it, it was plodding. There were some nice things in it where you know Jericho went for the um, uh, Judas effect really early and elbowed the elbowed the ring post, and then MJF got to work on the arm, and that was the story throughout. That was good. That was good. Um, calling a Fujiwara armbar the sort of the earth, I'm sorry, is still bloody stupid. It makes no sense. Uh, call something... A suicide... suicide move. <laughs> I, um, a submission move call that is just weird. I, I don't know. It, I just didn't think... At the end of the day, it was... Wow, the thing that was going to happen has happened. It really didn't change. The thing that oddly enough, the thing that I was most excited about afterwards was oh yeah, it was happy, happy, clappy, and just the daggers that Wardlow and Jake Hager were glaring at each other. <laughs> I know that's a seed for another day. Mm. I look forward to that day because those two, if they're just let go. Once Jake's done all his Bellator stuff, whatever he's doing with MMA, which is probably one of the reasons he's not really as much involved in the ring at the minute. I want to see that. Yeah, that, what that's I don't want to see is MJF Jericho two on the basis of that. Mm. Move along in a circle, and, and Las Vegas shit, by the way, was awful. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bad. Um, okay, <laughs> so. What are your two thoughts on John Moxley versus Eddie Kingston in an I Quit match for the AEW World Championship, Mister Kevin? Oh, um, I love me, you love, love you. me some Eddie Kingston. You love you. I love. I, I certainly do not. I love me some Eddie Kingston. Um, I thought. This was uh, violent in all the nice ways. And there were some really nice little touches with, with Eddie sort of getting frustrated and going back in and not quite sure what he wanted to do because it's like, this should have worked. And it's not worked. The, the, oh, the, the tax bot was, you know, I can't go, I can't go, oh, it's a tax bot. Um, I, I swear... Moxley just takes tax spots now just to f make his wife fret. I'm pretty, and considering we've, she's now revealed that she's pregnant, he should probably stop doing that. <laughs> okay? Please stop. Well, it's not like he's uh, landed on the tax front first. No, but he ended up getting some punched into his fucking skull. That was vicious as hell. Um, match. The... <sighs> The match was the match was fine. I kind of liked. I. I it's difficult to say what, what bits of it I liked actually. It really I, is. Apart yeah. from Eddie Kingston just being really confused, and I the rubbing like out the the best bit was the rubbing alcohol. Mm. Oh yeah, that, that was, was that amazing. that was so that. creative, and everyone immediately got that. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> the end, the ending felt a bit crap. It mm. did. It did feel it did feel a bit flat, but oddly, I thought that worked well into Kingston's disappointment. Yeah, that that he lost in such a way. 
you know, to effectively to, to say the bulldog choke with, with the barbed wire. And it's like the first time he was really properly in peril. My, my, my problem with this match solely relies on the fact of what I said in the predictions. Eddie doesn't feel like he's a threat to the championship. Fucking God or the mic doesn't feel like he's there ring-wise. Oh, I can see it he's... in his ring attire, that's for sure. Oh, no, that's just Eddie Kingston. Yeah. yeah. That's just, that's I'm, just Eddie. Ta- I'm just talking about, like, if if uh, if you turn around and Cody Rhodes versus Eddie Kingston on a card, who do you think is going to win off that on name alone? Rhodes. You say Rhodes. Rhodes. Jericho versus Eddie Kingston. Jericho. Jericho. MJF versus Eddie Kingston. MJF. MJF, no question. Exactly. He could be... I I hate to say it, but he's almost like the Miz on a certain level, where Miz is good on the mic to the point that you want to keep listening to him. But then, as a credible threat to a championship... I would have compared them more... I would have compared them more to Mick Foley. No, because... (laughs) Foley, Foley is a different like Foley is a different time and a different breed of like wrestler altogether. Like I'd say Foley would be you'd compare Foley to um, Cassidy at this point. Um, rather no, than but no. I'm talking about the fact that in terms of mic skill, like I want the belt on the Miz because he's he's really good every time I watch him on the mic, but in the ring. You, you get a Miz match every time, you know? And that's what you expect. You don't expect Miz as a credible threat to the championship. And that's the, how, the same I feel about Kingston. He's great on the mic. I love it every time he's got one in his hand. But do I feel like he's gonna be a credible threat to a championship if I see him on the card going for that belt? No. I see entirely what you mean there, Pete. The problem, the problem was with this match is that it was entirely built around yes there's all this stuff in the past yeah that's great and we know we know we know because we're wrestling fans we know that kingston can fucking tear it up and he's a tough bastard we know that the entire premise of this match was you know eddie kingston he's a tough bastard not everybody does and you're basing it on stuff that nobody's actually seen within the company yeah, we've not seen Eddie. We've Kingston not seen. We've not. You're right. He's, we've not seen him be a credible threat because he's the pa- he's the power behind the throne, or he is the throne. He's the leader of the family. Yeah, he gets people to. He's the. He turned I don't other know. Other I mean, into his henchmen via his silver tongue. But this is the this is the problem, and we'll we'll talk about this more in like our AEW special, like a year into it, and there's not enough like they, it feels like they've taken like some of their credible stuff and they've either become tag teams to bolster a dis- uh, division which is full of tag teams which aren't getting enough airtime, or they're going for a, a mid-card title when they should be threatening them you know like until until we get to that point as i've said many many times that we had at the it's 2000s 1999 to 2001 where you have multiple people gunning for the champion and showing that they're a credible threat we're not gonna like this individuals going for a belt like um kevin like i'm the champion but uh it's all right john john i'll fight you for the championship kev 
I know you want a piece. I know you do, but you can wait, and I'll take you on in a singles match afterwards, all right? But I'm going to go for John first. I'm going to let John have his go instead of taking you both on at the same time. You know, that... I think I think that actually happened one time. That, that, that tends to happen. <laughs> it happens for about six months because I'm a fucking heel, and I do the job well. He's... Wait! Pause the LMKO universe! Pete said that he is a heel. That means he's a bastard. <laughs> he's being an asshole deliberately. He's actually an asshole truthfully. But never mind that. <laughs> never mind that. That's why all this tension you may see, it's all an illusion. It's all for you, the fans of LMKO. That is all. Restart the multiverse. But yeah, when it comes back to the next championship thing, I'll gladly take you on one on one. You know, that's how that feels. Yeah. In, that in, of, in uh, fairness, regarding the title, it, Turbo gets his rematch first before I do anything because I'm fair like that. I, I don't care. You'll get your rematch. Wait, pause the multiverse. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not doing that again. I nearly. I, I had to breathe at the end of the last one. <laughs> Um, but that's that's the point we, we need more than just singles matches and that's all it feels like it's been and there are multiple people who are incredible who knows maybe this will happen after Omega takes the title away from Moxley mm. which I fucking hope because I cannot deal with Moxley at the, at the minute it, it has yeah, Omega has to get the belt yeah do so even but then, but then great promo I, I don't know but it's it just needs to happen. Yeah, like maybe John... this will set up a story for a, a, again a long term story for Eddie. But maybe I mean he's got to deal with Pack first and mm -hmm. uh, Death Triangle. John, what were your thoughts on the match? Kevin and I have ranted and raved about it so far. I mean, gra I mean, granted, yeah, it's it was fine as like you know, hard gritty because that's the style that John Moxley is now known for is the gritty kind of like hardcore style kind of like uh um like match types and stuff like that and it of course they tried to make it a little more unique this time around with uh the i quit stipulation and obviously you know gain uh the you know that woven in to the brutal spots that was being put on onto the uh into the match sorry so and of course you missed the alcohol spot and whatnot that was obviously really good to kind of like utilize because it was like yeah we had a tag spot but how do we lead it into something new and there we go we have the alcohol spot um so yeah and of course but the the outcome was obviously in no doubt it was like moxley was gonna retain no no questions asked now that's just the only problem is uh, with sometimes with sometimes with these and you can say that with most most of the matches uh, that can come up on an AEW uh card is that the 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 outcomes can be very predictable and whatnot and it was very predictable for some of us not shut for up. others shut up <laughs> So like I was saying, after I was so rudely interrupted, yeah, the match is obviously um, very, you know, predictable and the ending, like, it was just like, 
yeah, John Moxley had to retain, and now we're seeing obviously with uh, Omega being the challenger, the next challenger for the title. Obviously, we're expecting uh, Moxley to drop it to Omega, because if he doesn't, then obviously it's like um, it, it, it it's like as much as I like him being a champion, I have liked him being the champion on in his other persona before, but how he portrays while with the title can just lower it down a bit for me and it almost felt like it was more to show a more personal feud in this but but without without much in the way of like communicating that personal rivalry rivalry enough i mean granted they've had they had some really good promos and whatnot but the thing is show don't tell the thing is is that i'd hate to say it but I think this is where, and I really noticed it when they announced AEW's next pay-per-view. I feel this is where WWE, with its pay-per-view every like every month, really holds in its favor. Because the way AEW storytelling can work is that it's, it's uh, they're, they're finishing a storyline every four weeks, kind of, essentially, without a pay-per-view. They're doing it, they're having it, and then they'll probably bring it up later. But they're, they're trying to go through challenges to build individuals up. But without concrete pay-per-view stuff you're just essentially having that match on on like free tv yeah you know and that's kind that's of the where the WWE, right like as much as we hate having to tune in to like a four-hour show when we're watching seven eight nine ten hours of wrestling a week already to cap it off with a four-hour show sometimes having a pay-per-view every month kind of helps uh to end those specific stories and they could quite easily just have the finality point on there and it'll probably be better because they'll do stuff on a pay-per-view match that they won't give away on free TV. And it'll be it'll be a different thing altogether. Hmm. But yes, that was Full Gear 2020. There's been a couple of weeks of Dynamite afterwards where certain things have happened, but I'm not going to spoil for you on free TV what you might already have watched already. But yes, as we should finish off with Marks from the Smarks. Mr. Kevin, out of 10. A... Uh... Course correction. The ship has been righted. Not all the way, but it was still a very good and enjoyable pay-per-view. I would give it a 7.5. Mr. Findlay. Yeah, I mean, that sounds reasonable. Um, Though, with my overall enjoyment, I think I'll just slightly notch it a little bit down for a 7. It's like... um, it's um, just in some moments it's just not gelling with me. I don't know why. Don't know why. So there were ten matches. Uh, sorry, there were nine matches. That, looking at the timers, it didn't seem like it took too long. But the pay per view felt too long. Like it felt longer than most things. Mm. And there was only one match I really didn't pay attention to. So I'm gonna give it an eight. Produce. So, like, only marks being that, you know, there was one match I wasn't really paying attention to, and it was just, it just felt like it was too damn long as a mm. whole thing overall. So, yeah, it's a relatively good pay per view. But yes, as I'm sure Mr. Kevin in his editing glory will have all of our socials on the screen, uh, as usual. 
uh it has been fantastic to get back into the rig morale of this thank you for listening to full gear 2020 look forward to our one year anniversary look back on aew and look forward to our survivor series catch-up show until then thank you from mr john turbo finley thank you thank you from one mr kevin the kevin either either thank you and from me your new reigning defending lmko champion of the world <laughs> until next time ladies and gentlemen we'll see you next time